Welcome to the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast, where you will learn how to identify, evaluate, negotiate, perform due diligence on, finance, turn around and operate mobile home parks. And now, here is your host, the fifth largest mobile home park owner in the United States, Frank Rolfe. Here we go again. The Biden administration has named a new director of housing and urban development. There's much discussion in the media of all the great things we will do to tackle the affordable housing problem, but sadly, none of it will ever come about. This is Frank Roth, the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. We're going to talk about why we can't seem to solve affordable housing in America and to point out that the problem is actually political. It has nothing to do with the ability to actually solve the issue at hand. Let's start off with what does not work in America regarding affordable housing. The first one, subsidized housing. Why it's not sustainable. Drives me crazy when people talk about sustainability, Green New Deal, and all these lofty ideas. When we as Americans often pin our hopes on solutions that simply can't function long-term because they can't pay for themselves. If you watch the trials they had a few years ago on C-SPAN regarding affordable housing in the U.S., there was discussed in Congress at length. I watched it. It was a couple days in length. You notice that everyone didn't want to address the 800-pound beast in the room, which is that subsidized housing just doesn't work. I watched congressmen flail away talking to apartment developers saying things like, well, now at some point if the program goes away, Won't this continue on? Can't we carry forward providing these affordable housing units? The developers said, no. If you shut the programs down, we'll go ahead and just reconvert them back into regular apartments. All this money that's been spent all these decades, the government has nothing to show for it. Not a penny, not a dime. Basically, by subsidizing private builders to own these apartment complexes, even with the mortgages paid off, government has no leverage. All they have is the right to write checks, to apartment owners on those Section 8 programs. And because the program isn't even sustainable, it can't even take on all the people who need the program. HUD itself has admitted that only 20% of qualified applicants can actually find refuge in a government affordable housing program. So it's simply not working. So let's all agree that subsidized housing is not a solution. The only solution to affordable housing has to be something which is sustainable, and that's non-subsidization. Next, attached housing does not work. Let's give it up. People don't want to live in apartments. Nobody wants them anymore. It was already starting before COVID, but now it certainly has accelerated since. Americans don't like the idea of neighbors knocking on walls and ceilings, not being able to park by their own front door, not having a yard, and just having no privacy or space of any type. Millions of Americans learned after COVID-19, they really just hated apartment living. Yet almost all affordable housing programs use strictly apartments as the only product line. Just not going to work. People do not want to live in apartments generationally. They want detached housing. Number three, people do not want to live in urban centers anymore. A lot of your affordable housing in America is predicated on the concept of apartment buildings in urban centers. Yet we all know, 
Anyone who reads the media today knows we have a mass exodus of people who want to really live in suburbs and exurbs. They want to get away from city centers. They want to go where things are calmer, more peaceful, better schools, nicer scenery, and simply a high quality of life. So if those three significant parts of our current American affordable housing system simply don't work and never will, then let's identify for a moment what does work. Number one, non-subsidized housing. Now, obviously, I'm going to talk for a moment about one thing that mobile home parks allow, and that is the only form of non-subsidized affordable housing. But I'm not saying there can't be others. Maybe there are others out there people can come up with. I'm just saying for the moment that detached housing is absolutely key. People want to live in a housing situation where it's not, or they're not, stuck shoulder to shoulder with others. And to do this, they want to do it in a non-subsidized manner. That's the only way you'll ever get true affordable housing is when housing is not relying on a government handout. We have to create housing which is sustainable. We have to create housing which is detached. And we have to acknowledge that people want to live in this detached housing that's sustainable, that's not subsidized in suburbs and exurbs. That's how you would play right into the demand curve. Give the people what they want. So how do you do it? How do you provide sustainable detached housing in suburbs and exurbs? Well, number one, let's fill up all of our mobile home park vacancies. How do you do that? We need government programs that help people to buy mobile homes to place inside mobile home parks. We don't know how many lots are really are left out there in America that are vacant. Some people would suggest our national vacancy rate is roughly 20%. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know exactly how many lots sit vacant, but I know that every vacant lot is certainly a wasted opportunity. And to fill every vacant lot, we've got to get the government behind. They've done discussion, but never enactment programs to help finance mobile homes to go into those vacant lots. Number two, let's keep our existing parks as parks. How do you do that? You've got to go ahead and come up with a plan to give tax benefits to those who keep parks as that strict use. Keith Ellison in Congress suggested such a plan years ago. It never went anywhere. He was going to make it so that park owners paid no income tax if they left their park as a park for a certain period of time, or if they made a vow with a new owner that would not be torn down and redeveloped. It makes complete sense. Hundreds of mobile home parks each year are redeveloped into other uses. Why does the government not step in to stop that? And I'm not talking in a manner where they just ban redevelopment. It's never gonna work. It's already lost in court. Can't deny people their personal property rights. But how costly would it be to go ahead and change legislation on taxes such that parks have a vested interest to stay in that capacity so you don't lose those affordable housing units. Also, let's try and help promote mobile home parks being built as senior housing in the exurbs for people who don't have to worry about jobs. Many seniors would be more than happy to live in detached housing way out in the country. 
Yet it's impossible to build these parks because there's absolutely no access to municipal water and sewer. And the cost to build private water and sewer in a larger park is staggering. It's in the millions of dollars. And there's no financing available to build those parks if you wanted to. Finally, the government needs to come up with some type of single family product that can be placed on a residential lot that's attractive yet inexpensive. They're doing it in other countries. In Russia, they're building 3D homes. How are they doing it? They have these robotic contraptions that can build a home completely in 3D. They look fantastic to me. Any issue of Tiny Home Magazine, any edition of HGTV shows you plenty of other ways to build attractive small residences, and they don't even have to be small, using creative ways to build things. Storage containers, you name it. But we need to come up with a less expensive form of stick-built structure. Nothing currently exists. There's no way you can build affordable detached dwellings using the standard resources that we use today. Well, why will none of these ideas ever take place? Why am I just wasting your time listening to this? Well, for the very simple reason that we are stuck in a political affordable housing crisis. Because everything I just mentioned is easily achievable. It wouldn't take much time or energy to solve each of those problems, except for the fact they all run contrary to current regulations. Why can't you build a 3D imprinted house like they build in Russia? Well, let's see. Well, that violates the Uniform Building Code. Why can you not put a tiny home in a mobile home park? Because that violates the whole HUD seal issue. You get the picture? So what's happening is the government loves appearance over substance. They'll talk about new programs that will never occur because no one wants to tackle the big issue, and that's resolving these political problems, driving home new solutions to people who don't want to hear them. The apartment industry and the single-family home industry are giant bureaucracies. Many people have a vested interest. It filters right up into the government itself. Getting codes changed is virtually impossible. Those lobbies are too strong. And there's no one with any skin in the game to get it done. But yet the solutions are there and they've been there the entire time. And I don't mind saying so as a mobile home park owner because none of those solutions are gonna impact me one iota. I'm gonna get full regardless. I will stay full regardless because people love the mobile home park product. But I acknowledge we've got a huge crisis in America that way exceeds anything mobile home park owners can do. One day we'll all be full. There won't be any way to jam one more home in any mobile home park, but yet the need for affordable housing will continue on. So when you hear the government talking about all these new concepts, paying lip service to all these grand ideas of solving the affordable housing crisis in America today, just remember, none of them will ever happen. They simply will not happen until we resolve the political crisis in America today and actually get things done that allow new forms of affordable housing to come into existence. This is Frank Rolf from Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this. Talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. Be sure to visit us at mhpmastery.com to subscribe to the show, read our show transcriptions, and access all of our great information on mobile home park investing.